Welcome to Both And with Bessie Graham, your weekly inspiration to help you use your time, talent, and treasure to make a bigger difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Bessie Graham, award-winning entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience from the grassroots to the hallowed halls. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump in. Let's be honest. You didn't get to the position you're now in by being shy or holding back when you had an opinion or something to offer. You're an established leader. People look to you and rely on you to make decisions, take action, and lay the path for them to follow. Over the course of your life and career, common names and descriptors that you and others have used when seeking to sum up who you are will have emerged. But here's what I know. You are not one-dimensional. The fact that you are visionary, determined and driven does not mean you don't have needs, longings, get tired or need to be loved and cared for. The ways you receive those things The frequency or setting might look different to other people. The amount you can get done before you hit breaking point might seem superhuman to others. But you are human. Today, you're going to explore a richer naming of yourself. A naming that more fully embraces who you are all your multifaceted glory. A richer naming of you that goes beyond the cliche or surface level answer of statements like, I'm a people person. I'm driven. I'm an introvert. I'm ambitious. I'm action oriented. Or I get stuff done. All of those statements may be true, but they are simply one part of who you are. Whether they are names you've given yourself or names that others have thrust onto you with enough repetition that you have taken them on board as truth. Often, they have become a role you play or a mask you hide behind. In order to shape a richer naming, it's time to gently ease yourself into an exploration of how you currently describe and talk about yourself, and then connecting in to how that makes you feel and whether or not the way you are naming yourself serves you well. 
I want you to drop down a few gears and quiet the noise of the demands and expectations that you have been placing on yourself and that you have felt the weight of others placing on you. If you have a piece of paper or a journal nearby, now is the time to use that. If you're driving, just listen to the questions I'm about to ask and reflect on them as you drive. You can capture your thoughts later. As you're slowing down now, take some deep breaths and connect in with your body and how you're feeling in this current moment. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. I'm going to ask you to do three things with the common names or phrases you use when describing yourself. Firstly, Pause for a minute and jot down your go-to names, phrases, and descriptors. We all have them. Don't overthink it or judge yourself in the process. As something pops into your mind, jot it down. I promise I'm not going to give you a grade on your answers. This is just for you. So what are the most common ways you describe yourself? Secondly, I want you to sit with that list and observe how each name, phrase, or description makes you feel. Do you come alive when you hear them? Do you squirm or feel pressure in your head or an unsettled feeling in your stomach? Do you feel proud or embarrassed? How do you feel when you hear, think about, or read that list? What are those feelings telling you? Just sit with that for a minute. If your responses are clear, You can capture them and move straight into digging for the meaning or insight that gives you around what those feelings are telling you. But if you're struggling to really pin down how you feel and you're stuck in your head, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. I often catch myself starting sentences that are meant to be describing how I feel 
by saying, I think I feel tired, or I think I feel overwhelmed. If you're like me, and you're someone who lives in your head more than your body, tapping into and starting to listen to your body takes practice. So just sit with that list and observe how they make you feel and then begin to think about what those feelings are telling you. And finally, I want you to ask yourself if those names are serving you. If the ways you currently talk about yourself don't inspire, energize, and bring out your brilliance, then now might be a good time to begin to craft a more powerful, authentic naming of yourself. Like all the tools and practices I give you, this isn't going to be a once and done kind of exercise. You may have had a breakthrough and a genuine aha moment of insight right here and now that reframes everything for you. If so, that is wonderful. Please share that with me as I would love to hear about it. But you equally might just get a glimpse or a whisper that is going to take some reflection and gentle nursing to really coax the insight out. Wherever you've landed today is where you are meant to be. If there's only a whisper or even a deafening silence, then leave it for now and let your mind turn things over in the background and revisit it later to see what might emerge. Helping leaders like you embrace the different aspects of yourself and bring back into view the fullness of who you are is something I love to do. As you and I spend time together, you will experience one of my deep patterns emerge time and again. It's what has drawn me to the concept of both and my whole life. And it's what has made me not just cope with cognitive dissonance, the perception of contradictory information, but to crave it. One of my deepest patterns is that I am a living contradiction. I always have been. And I'm not only okay with that, I love it. What I mean by that is that I have always been someone who regularly finds myself being, feeling, needing, or doing things that seem to be contradictory or paradoxical. As some examples, I love to perform whether it's speaking on stage or recording something like this podcast. But equally true 
is that I am deeply introverted and need a lot of space on my own. I am a fiercely independent woman, but equally, I prefer to use the title Mrs. than Ms. And I love being Brad's wife and having the same surname as him and our kids. I adore my family and can fall into the trap of being a martyr who takes too much responsibility. But equally, I don't feel guilty going to work or travelling, and I'm very capable of compartmentalising and not thinking about them when I'm away. While these are some of my contradictions that I'm really comfortable with, I'm not telling you them to suggest that you should have the same responses as me. I'm sharing them to demonstrate that humans are complex. I want you to begin to be more comfortable with the parts of you that might seem like they don't neatly fit into expectations or traditional roles. We are each unique. And what works for me and brings joy, energy and flow might be your idea of an exhausting train wreck of a life. That is completely fine. It's not my job to prescribe what a life well lived will look like for you. And it's not your job to judge what that looks like for me. I rebel when I'm pushed into a corner and told that there is only one answer. I get bored when ideas and options are reduced to simplistic either-or choices. One of the strong themes in my life is that I seek out chaos, mess and challenge because in it, my mind sparks. My creativity flows and I come alive because I can see what others can't and I can act when others feel paralysed. In today's episode, my intention is to encourage you to look at yourself and dig a little deeper in any areas where you have been naming yourself in a limiting way that traps you into being a one-dimensional person and ends up draining you of energy because it denies the truth that while you may be an intense type A personality who is to the point, your narrative that this means you can't slow down and rest or you don't need as much sleep as other people is not actually true. And whether you've already reached the breaking point of burnout, you're just starting to hear whispers of exhaustion emerging, or everything still seems to be working at this point. I can tell you that there is a toll being taken on you when you ignore and deny parts of yourself. And even if you're not consciously aware of it, your body is keeping score. While the concept of both and will take your thinking and ability to contribute to impact in the world to new heights, 
it is powerful because it has a fractal nature. It is relevant at all levels of a system, in the outside world and in our personal internal worlds. When you start to recognise and accept both and in yourself, you will unlock what you can do and how long you can do it. Because there will be a flow and ease to those intense bursts of action that actually gives you more energy at the same time as having more impact. So, while I am intense and can be exhausting to be around, you're not going to find me speaking or operating like that here or when you work with me in a coaching capacity. I will speak to you the way I speak to myself. The voice in my head is calm and kind because that is what I need to slow me down and centre me so I can then operate at my best when I'm ready to act. That is the place I want to hold for you here and the space I want to create. I want to provide you with an environment that is conducive to you feeling confident and grounded. That when you step away from engaging with me, you feel a sense of clarity and that you are unshakable because you know yourself better and you now have a sense of your next steps or your big picture vision that is uniquely yours. That is my hope for you, and that is what I will work hard to create for you in every interaction we have. I am committed to doing that for you, because people like us are misunderstood most of the time by most people. Because we are capable, we are often taken advantage of and expected to pick up the pieces, make up for others' incompetence, and never given the support or encouragement that others are given. Yet, we are relied on to chart the course, lead the charge, and pull off miracles on a daily basis. I know that you have a vision, even if it is blurry right now. I see you and know that you want to make a contribution to the world. You want to leave a legacy bigger than you, but the circles you move in, the organisational structures that surround you, or the family traditions that are expected of you, aren't currently serving you in a way that truly taps into and unlocks the fullness of who you know you can be. There is a lack of support, a sense of isolation, an absence of wise counsel and a sounding board to step more fully into a life that is uniquely yours. That stops today. I want to support you 
because the greatest impact I can have in the world is to ensure that extraordinary people like you are unleashed in ways that are aligned and in integrity with who you really are. The more you can tap into that, the more impactful you will be. As you develop this richer insight and understanding of yourself, you will also catch yourself quicker when you fall into operating out of alignment or when your shadow sides emerge. Because, while I think you're extraordinary, I also know you're human. You are not one-dimensional, but you are also not perfect. So let's own our brilliance and our brokenness, and rather than shy away from the messy middle, let's step more fully into it and together figure out how to live and lead more meaningful lives. Thank you so much for listening to Both And with Bessie Graham. You know you were born to do something significant, so don't leave it to chance. Join me each week to pick up quick tips and ideas that will support you on your journey to live and lead a meaningful life. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode and leave us a review so that other people can find us and feel a little less lonely and a little more supported on their journey of leadership. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you'll find the link in the episode notes. Please join us. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.